But then there's a lot of people out there that are all about influencing change and they're having a lot of trouble doing it because they're forgetting to think about the profit side. And when you marry those two together powerfully, that's when you get impact. You are listening to Amplifier Success Podcast, episode 311. And today, let's discover the three pillars of creating real change in the world. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, changemakers thought leaders, and impact-driven entrepreneurs. Yeah, I'm changing up a little bit today. It's Melanie Benson, your host, authority amplifier to expert-based business owners. And today I'm having an exquisite conversation with a thought leader and change maker in our industry, somebody that I really admire. And we're going to talk about why, if you want to make change in the world, you haven't done it yet. There are three things that have to be in place. And in order to make this transformation occur, we have to start with ourselves and our guest today is going to help me unpack this. And she has some very powerful insights. And I uh, can't wait to hear what you think of today's episode. Now, before we drop in, I want to remind you about my seven-step framework that will help you take this transformation, take this change that you want to make in the world and be wildly successful with it. It is my Amplify Roadmap. It is the same roadmap I've used over and over and over again since 2000 to build a brand, build a business that uh, is the go-to authority in the industry and uh, allows me to make a really good income. Each year, I can add another six figures by simply turning these levers on. And I want to share it with you to help you put all the puzzle pieces together so the next 12 months can be the most significantly impactful, the most income that you've experienced and you're watching the influence of your work grow so that you're more magnetic and irresistible to the people that you want to work with. So make sure you head over to amplifywithmelanie.com and download the roadmap. And now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back amplifiers. I'm excited to talk about creating massive change, like the kind of change that you were put on this planet to do, like the kind of change and the impact that comes when we build our influence and really own our thought leadership. I have invited a special guest to join us today. Her name is Teresa de Groba. Hopefully I said that right. De Groba. (laughs) She is on a mission. (laughs) Great. She is on a mission to change the planet one grass movements at a time. She is the number one international best-selling author of Mass Influence, The Habits of the Highly Influential, which has been on the bestseller list in seven countries since 2015. She's a four-time international best-selling author. Teresa teaches marketing courses around the globe to business leaders and entrepreneurs on how to create massively successful word-of-mouth campaigns. She's also the head of the International Evolutionary Business Council which is a membership-based organization which empowers change makers to create profitable, impactful businesses that have a lasting and transformational impact on the individuals that they serve. Well, Teresa, I feel like this conversation has been a long time coming. We've been 
orbiting each other's worlds for far too long. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's just a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Melanie. You are welcome. So you've often been described as someone who teaches thought leaders and emerging thought leaders to have a greater impact on the world. Um, You know, thought leadership sounds very grandiose to some people. What does it really mean to be a thought leader? Yeah, well, I love that question because you're right. It does sound very grandiose, right? But there are so many people out there that are pushing out new ideas, new ways of thinking, new ways of being. And anytime you're standing for creating change in the individuals you serve, you're in the realm of thought leadership, right? Because you're changing the way people think, right? Because in order to change habits, you have to first change the way people think and then the way they embody how they think, right? So thought leadership, when it really comes down to is, is actually synonymous with the realm of grassroots change. Isn't that fascinating, right? Because that's actually where thought leadership grows up out of. Yeah, I would agree. And, and your book is about influence. And so I'm, I got really, really curious as I was preparing for today and thinking about, you know, what I wanted to learn from you. How do you, what do you see is influence? as compared to thought leadership? Or how do they kind of play together, if you will? Yeah, great question. You know, influence is just anytime people know, like, and trust you enough that they'll take action based on what you suggest, right? And so then when we talk about mass influence, it's just do a lot of people know, like, and trust you enough that they will take action based on what you suggest, right? Thought leadership is a specific type of influence, right? It's When we influence people to actually change and transform their lives, to actually become, to have a different way of being or a different way of thinking or a different way of operating, then all of a sudden the influence we have can be considered to be thought leadership because now lives are changed as a result of a new way of thinking, a new way of being. Yeah. And I think that's where that real impact comes from that I think so many of us, and I know, you know, here in our Amplify community, I would say most of our community here is impact driven. Yes. Mm -hmm. We want to make good living too, but we do this every day. We get up, we, you know, we turn on the, the motivation and we, we do the things that most people won't do because we want to have an impact uh, from either out of our pain or out of a place of knowing we've learned something that can help others. Yeah, it's really fascinating. I don't think we've ever seen in history this amount of impact-based businesses. It, um, you know, a hundred years ago, you might have seen two <laughs> in existence. Fifty years ago, there might have been a handful. Now it's actually becoming the new thing in business. If you're not impact-driven. People are now questioning whether you deserve to be in business, right? I actually think history is going to look back on this time as one of the most significant points in human history, because we are the point in history where humankind is now waking up to understand consciousness, you know, the the ability to question our own thoughts, the ability to change our lives based on changing our thinking first. Um, that is now becoming a more of a mainstream way of thinking for the first time in history. And business owners, impact-based business owners, are actually leading the charge in that. They're the ones, um, you know, espousing this new way of thinking. They're the ones being really creative and bringing that forward. They're bringing out new products that are based on sustainability, based on consciousness. 
Um, a lot of that is being driven by the impact-based business community in the realm of thought leadership. It's pretty amazing to watch. Oh, wow. This has just opened up Pandora's box for me <laughs> because as I'm listening to you and I know we have a lot of similar background and uh, things you've probably studied as well. And I, I'm just thinking of spiral dynamics. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you understand spiral dynamics, this is the time in our evolution as mm -hmm. a society and as a world culture where uh, the desire to do good and the ability to drive profit are integrating at a rapid right. pace. So of course it would make sense that we're seeing more impact-driven businesses than ever before. So I get very yeah. excited about that. And, and there's so many, so many little tentacles I want to go into, but I want to dig into your, like you, you've mentioned in your book and in the work you do, like I've seen you talk about these three pillars that help us become the people that can pull off uh, impact and change. So could you unpack those for us a little bit? Yeah, I'd love to. In fact, I learned this lesson the hard way, right? You know, of course, as we all do, first, right? <laughs> no, I, I did have a, a highly profitable business and out of that grew the Evolutionary Business Council, right? When we first set up the Evolutionary Business Council, it was just intended to be kind of an advanced mastermind, you know, a place where we could gather in the, the change makers, the influencers who are all about creating change in the world. And we were all based on a single pillar, influence. If you're a change maker, if you're a thought leader, we're going to help you become more influential so you can really drive your message out there. And so, you know, I, I in essence asked the question, hey, I wonder what would happen if I treated influence like it was money and I created a whole marketing funnel, like just to draw the highly influential toward me, right? And it works so well, it was almost like putting a Lamborghini engine in a go-kart and then the car blew up. Like it was like, um, it worked so well that it, it almost collapsed my business. Right. Because the EBC got so big and so, um, you know, energetic and, and got, got so much attention. And yet we hadn't really thought about profit from the standpoint of the organization because everything was supposed to be around influence. Right. And um, and that's when we really realized, OK, wait a second. Influence without money in the mix is like money without influence or, or impact, right? It's It doesn't really work on its own in isolation, right? And that's when we sat down and decided we really need to rethink what the Evolutionary Business Council is about and rebranded it around the three pillars, influence, profit, and impact. And that's, that's when I decided, okay, I got to start teaching about this because there's a lot of businesses out there that are all about the money. And not only are they leaving a lot of money on the table because they're forgetting to think about the impact and therefore people are really shying away from them, you know, because it's not just about action. It's about inspired action, right? Can you move people to inspired action? But then there's a lot of people out there that are all about influencing change and they're having a lot of trouble doing it because they're forgetting to think about the profit side. And when you marry those two together powerfully, that's when you get impact. Mm, I've got chills. And I, I have chills because, you know, this is what I believe and what I've seen in my 22 years of running a business is, you know, these are like three legs of a of a stool. And if you don't have all three of them, you're going to be toppling over. So I appreciate exactly. you sharing your own story of that. Well, yeah. let's talk a little bit more about influence. Um, and I, and I, I think this is such an interesting leg of the stool, so to speak, because 
with influencer marketing emerging so hot over the last few years through social media, I think some people sometimes they they start to get a distorted understanding and an experience of what influence can do when it's influence for good. I'd love to hear more about like how you see influence and how we can build influence in a healthy and authentic and meaningful way. Well, a lot of it is founded in, in um, authenticity, right? And there's a lot of different ways people talk about authenticity out there and a lot of different definitions. Here's my definition. Authenticity is just your inside voice saying the same thing as your outside voice, right? So you know, in this day and age, authenticity has become so important to the average consumer, the average person, right? Because we can tell, we can tell when people aren't in alignment, uh, not only with what's going on inside, but in alignment with their own inner dialogue, right? Like there's so many experts these days talking about inner dialogue. And sometimes we as human beings aren't even present for what's running underneath the surface. Like, and yet, the rest of the world can see it, right? The rest of the world can see we're triggered or the rest of the world can see something else is at play, right? So it's so important as leaders that we do our own work internally so that our messaging and our mission is becomes paramount and authentic for who we want to be in the world. That's actually the real sweet spot where not only can we create change and create huge impact, it's also the sweet spot where we get highly profitable because people really respond to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and so let's talk about profit a little bit. You know, profit is a is a very healthy and powerful part of business, and I, I it's my the thing I say is a business without profit is a hobby. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah. I think so many people in this day and age that have woken up to wanting to change lives, wanting to create impact with their business, have sort of a, a sub dialogue running on underneath the surface about oh, money is the root of all evil, or money's bad, or I I can't possibly be wanting to do good in the world if I'm pursuing money. And in fact, nothing is further than the truth. Money is just a tool. In fact, it's the means by which we measure value on this planet, right? So if what you're doing is valuable, um, it will not only attract money, but the money will become the proof that what you're doing is worth it. Like just how we talk about social proof, there's also monetary proof, right? When you show you're profitable, more people want to play with you, you know, and you can therefore cause a lot more impact. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, let's just dig slightly deeper into this because, you know, it's a, I don't want to say it's a loaded statement, <laughs> but we have people who, you know, like only are impact driven and they're really not focusing on the income side. They, they mm-hmm. have all these stories they make up about it. And, I know you're a big believer in spiritual principles, spiritual practices, and and I I'd like to talk about like the consciousness, the the high vibration of being profitable, and what does that mean to somebody who's impact driven? Well, you know, one of the ways I love talking about this is that you know because a lot of the conscious entrepreneur industry is very addicted to causing insight or a better vision of how people can live, right? And nothing wrong with that. Those elements are highly necessary to change lives. But lives don't change until people take action, 
right? Like, because there's a lot of people out there that are really addicted to insight, right? They go to workshop after workshop, or they buy product after product. And they have, you know, I know what it takes. I know how to lose this weight now. I know how to fix my health. I know how to change my behaviors, whatever, right? Um, and the knowing doesn't actually create the change. It's when they take action that the change happens, right? And we we talk about this distinction a lot in the Evolutionary Business Council. We call it mobilization. As a leader, can you mobilize people not only to take action, but to take inspired action, right? Because when people are inspired to action, then they truly are have it coming from their higher consciousness, right? And if you can get them to take inspired action in their life, it is natural that they will want to buy your products. So another way of looking at that is to say, your profit and your profitability is a good measure of whether or not you're actually changing anyone's lives. Otherwise, all you're doing is living in the land of insight and, and giving people a better vision of who they can be, but nothing's actually changing. You're actually not succeeding as an impact-based business at the impact because you're not getting anyone to change how they behave. Yes, so true. And I guess that would tie into pillar number three, which is impact, is yes. you know that's how... We start to recognize we are having a significant impact unless there's something else I'm missing there. No, that's so true. The three pillars are so integrated when you start to realize you can't have one without the others. You know, you you can't have influence without impacting people's lives. I mean, well, technically you can, but it's not the kind of influence most of us really want. Right. You can't have influence without profit. You know, you really need money to um, to partner with influence for it to be effective, right? Because in the same way people look for social proof around is is what you is there social proof that people listen to what you're saying? Is there monetary proof that people buy from you? And human beings look for both those things before they will allow the impact, right? So those three pillars are so heavily integrated, it's very difficult to know where one ends and the other begins. So I'm imagining uh, our audience as they're listening in today that someone might be thinking to themselves, oh, this is really resonating with me and I'm, I've got major impact to have in the world, but I'm missing the income and I'm probably missing the influence. <laughs> what would be yeah. the first, we're talking about mobilization, right? Like if we could just maybe give somebody one clue, one first step, what's the first thing? that we could do to start resolving that disconnect and to start to integrate these three pillars? Well, understanding the basic principles of influence is a good place to start. It's sort of like your starting line, right? And one of the reasons I wrote my book and, and created my 30-day influence challenge, which is a complimentary program that we give out, one of the th reasons I created those is there's a lot of good people out there, everyday heroes, that don't really understand how influence works. And so they keep bumping up against, you know, their own limitations. And it's often the limitations of their knowledge, right? Like a, a good example of that would be, you know, we learn as early as playing in the sandbox, you know, this whole principle of I do this for you and you do that for me. There's kind of a tit for tat we learn in life. You, you bring that into business and we start learning, oh, I want to connect with a colleague. Let me offer to buy them a coffee or lunch. And then as soon as you 
Think about something like phoning up the head of a Fortune 500 company and offering to buy them coffee faster than you can say gatekeeper. You learn that the highly influential play by a different set of rules, right? And all these principles that we learned in our early days no longer apply, but we're not quite sure what the new rule book is, right? And so I wrote Mass Influence because I wanted people to understand that there is a different rule book at play and you got to understand you know, how the flow of influence works so that you can become influential yourself so that you can start to get people to take action, i.e. that's where your profit lands and then the, the um, impact will result. I love that. Okay. Well, we have to tell everybody where they can get this book because I haven't read it yet, but I will be <laughs> because no. I I think influence is a very uh, necessary part of being able to have a greater impact. So I'm loving that you've woven these together. Um, let's tell everybody where they can find the book and take that challenge that it sounds like you've got connected to the book. Yeah, I'd love to, you know, in honor of the book, having been uh, on the bestseller lists for over seven years now, we've actually made the digital versions of the book free. Um, so whether you're going to iTunes, Amazon, Kobo, um, all of those sites are now offering the, the digital version of the book for free. So if you go to massinfluencethebook.com, there we include both the 30-day influence challenge that you can take, and then we send you all the links to where you can get the various digital versions of the book complimentary. I love that. I love that. So uh, for those of you who are fellow uh, Kindle readers like me, <laughs> this makes it super easy to drop right into your uh, Kindle or your whatever your book reader is and jump right in and read it. And I, I think uh, mobilization, I love that term, by the way, is, you know, do the challenge with Teresa so that you're not just having a concept, you're integrating this yeah. because it's so the integration of it. The 30-Day Influence Challenge is just really quick little one, two-minute exercises you can do every morning that get you behaving like the highly influential behave. It's it's sort of like us getting you to flex your influence muscle every day so that the concepts that you learn in the book suddenly become integrated into your life. And uh, you'll find you're a completely different person at the end of 30 days. You view the way you walk through life a little bit differently because you're understanding how influence works now. Yeah, I love that you, you're bringing that framework because I got dropped into influence very early in my trajectory as a business owner. So mm. I kind of like went right into influence and then I realized, oh yeah, not everybody understands the different habits and behaviors and mindset and decision-making that comes with influence and the responsibility that comes with influence. So I, I think this is just significantly powerful to share this message in the book. Um, Teresa, I like to ask my guests a couple of kind of fun questions, a little bit of getting to know you as a human being and a little bit about your trajectory. You shared a little bit about your, your business journey, but uh, I always like to ask my guests, what is the boldest thing you've ever had to do to amplify the success of your business? I'd have to say it was starting the EBC, believe it or not, starting the Evolutionary Business Council, because I remember at the time I was just thinking, you know, someday when I'm influential enough, you know, in fact, the EBC started as an intervention more than anything, because I I had just been hosting a big event in Calgary and I invited a lot of the my favorite speakers that I like to mastermind with. 
And afterwards, I, I took them all up to the mountains um, for a weekend just to so we could hang out. And I found myself saying, someday when I'm influential enough, I'd love to start an organization where thought leaders and, and change agents can really be supported in growing their influence. And everybody in the room started laughing. And I'm like, wow, I just stated my dream to you. And you're all laughing at me. And um, Daniel Gutierrez turns to me. He's one, he's one of the top Latino speakers in the world. And he says, wait a minute, Teresa. You were just on stage five hours ago telling people to notice when they say someday, I will, and make that day today. And then Jennifer Huff turns to me, who's also you know, a huge speaker in North America, and she says, so when are you going to do that, Teresa? And that was actually the moment the Evolutionary Business Council was born. And I realized I had been for years bumping up against my own inner doubt that I wasn't a strong enough leader to lead something like that. And it was actually in that moment I realized, okay, nobody's ever going to be a strong enough leader to lead an organization full of change agents and thought leaders. So it might as well be me. <laughs> and, you know, it's been one of the simplest and easiest things I ever could have done because I have a group of amazing people around supporting me. You know, what's so extraordinary about you sharing that is this is um, something that comes up a lot here and comes up a lot when, when I get interviewed about mindset is um, we don't take these big, bold actions, feeling 100% confident and capable, we decide we're going to do something that feels aligned with the impact we want to make in the world. And then we become the person that can pull that off. And I feel yeah. like you just gave us such a perfect example of that, not just occurring for you, but actually like helping you become the ripple maker that you are on this planet. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. You know, the one, one of the biggest things we can do for ourselves is give ourselves permission to take action on our dreams. Like those dreams are really making a difference in the world because our dreams are scarier to us than they are to anyone else. Right. Because they're your dreams. Right. That's huge. And yet there's no one that's going to be better hardwired to to take action on those because no one else is going to be more passionate or, or perseverant on them. Yeah, I love that. Is there one thing you wish you would have done sooner? You know, several things come to mind, but the truth is I've really loved everything about my life, bumps and bruises and all. So I don't know if there's anything that I would change, actually, because, you know, I think sometimes we're meant to experience what it means to be human and live in doubt for a while or experience the delays of self-doubt and self-uncertainty so that when we do come to a place of feeling the fear and doing it anyway, it's that much sweeter. Mm. Someday I have to get a little sound effect, which is a mic drop. Because <laughs> 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 that's what I was like, boom, mic drop. <laughs> and that's just so beautifully said. Teresa, thank you so much for bringing your exquisite insights around influence, impact, and profit and how they integrate to really create change on this planet and meaningful change. I mean, we are the change makers. We are the thought leaders. We are the people who have something that, that can help heal this planet. And if we are holding ourselves back, then we're not, we're not stepping into our, our full purpose. And I just love what you're bringing to the world around this. Mm, thank you so much, Melanie. It's been a joy to be here. Yeah. So as you're tuning in, make sure you go 
download Mass Influence the Book. And if you want to join the challenge as well, go to massinfluencethebook.com and pick up your copy of that. All right, everybody, we will see you next week for another episode of Amplify Your Success. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com, and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going, and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name, and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 